This is Jim, and welcome to Second Chance Moped Podcast. And welcome everybody to another week of Second Chance Moped Podcast. It's been a while. We are here. We're back. We're in the basement. I am home. And we're here to talk about the Baker's Dozen. Um, usually I start out the last year or so, I've started out with the winners. But guess what? I won this year. So we're starting out with me. Um, <laughs> that still feels very strange to say. Um, Colby and I were back this year. I uh, I struggled with that bike, dude, everyone. Um I didn't want to go. I really didn't. I was told a few people I would be there. One being my guest right now, Joel Jansen from the um, Daggers. And uh, want to talk a little bit about your experience, at least getting to my house. Uh, getting to your house. Yeah. Uh, <laughs> well, I was. And so I live in Nashville, and um, I decided, you know, guys, if I'm going to ride down with you. I might as well go up to Minneapolis for a few days and visit some old friends. So I did, I did that for a few days with uh, my girlfriend. We flew up from Nashville to Minneapolis and um, hung out there for a few days. And then I was supposed to meet you like way earlier that night, but I ended up having to wash my friend's sheets and like change out her cat's litter box and shit like that. So, dude, that's a good friend. Like that's uh, awesome. I and I wasn't. Well, I was. I was as you can tell, I was really concerned. Like I did not care. <laughs> my time management uh, was not the best that day, but yeah, I took a lift over there and uh, probably got there around what, like ten thirty, something like that. Um, something like that. I actually had Marie and she stayed at my house for a night or two because she was up doing stuff, and she came in at like eight thirty or something like. She's like, oh, I figured there would be a party here. I'm like, ah, Joel's running around Minneapolis still. Um, but yeah. I had to go to work. I woke up early that morning, had to go to work. Uh, it was kind of weird going there because I knew what was going to happen later in that week, which we'll get to. Um, and I was, I was halfway checked out, you know, I had to, I had to work five, six hours and got home. And I just, Joel can kind of testify to this, like testify, Jesus Christ, I sound like an asshole already. Um, I just walked around circles in my shop, just looking at stuff. What can I bring? What do I need? What can I bring? What do I need? Um, but yeah, we got the Colby showed up with the truck. He had the camper there already. Uh, kind of got stuff loaded up. It was, it was freaking kind of muggy, but you know, yeah, it was easy going. Like we got the way out. Like I made a, made a stop at Taco John's in St. Peter and why Joel got a chicken. What did you get there, dude? Like I wasn't going to question you or give you shit. No, I got the, the, the steak potato burrito or whatever. Dude. It wasn't very good. No, you get one thing at Taco John's in St. Peter and that's tacos or potato, two things, tacos or potato lays or both. Yeah. Uh, (laughs) But, but no, we just, we, uh, then we stopped in the town I grew up in most of my life. And of course I ran into somebody at the gas station slash grocery store. <laughs> Never fails. Um, Never fails. But yeah, we, we rolled through pretty like, oh, do you want to talk about, uh, the first time Colby almost killed us? And then, um, that Dude. store we stopped at, um, the first time Colby almost killed us. Love you, Colby. Um, I, was it in the parking lot at Taco John's? No, it wasn't the... there. It was pulling, it was, we we're about out of gas outside of Sioux Falls. Remember that? And then we had to go let, like, it might yes. have been a, that, 
like convenience store that should have been shut down, but it's <sighs> not shut down. But it was like yeah, the, the gas, gas pumps weren't calibrated dude, right. The gas pumps were literally like from the fucking 1970s, 80s, 70s, 80s style people. It was, it was, it was tremendous. It was like prepay only. We went in there, and this guy was quizzing these kids on Bible verses, and like it was, it looked like. It looks like less of a bomb shelter and uh, sorry, it looked less of a gas station and more of like a bomb shelter that someone had set up in, the, in an abandoned gas station. <laughs> like it looked like it was like a weird mix between like there's a squatter there and like or it's just like or some weird, crazy prepper who lives in South Dakota and like had converted this gas station into like a yeah bomb shelter or some shit. <laughs> but then you go in that other room and it was like it hadn't been touched since the mid 90s. Like it was just a they had buffalo heads everywhere. It was kind of it was screw bunch of old western wear like these yeah. like mannequins that were like, you know, like on the old Super Nintendos how yellow they get. Yeah, you know, it was like that <laughs> that color of like yellow essentially. Yeah. It was quite tremendous. Um, we should, should, in... should I should I introduce myself first? Oh God damn it, Joel! I'm sorry, dude. That's introduce all good. Just, I kind of just... did. You do you. No, <laughs> just so people get have an idea of who's yeah. whatever but uh yeah so my name is joel uh joel jansen and I'm with the daggers in nashville tennessee i um am a cool guy <laughs> you are <laughs> That's very about cool. it. yeah i'm from i'm from minneapolis originally but i've been living in nashville for like five or six years so i didn't get into mopeds until probably 2019 so i'm still kind of fresh um but yeah uh, i went up i went and did the bakers i documented the bakers thing with jim mm -hmm. and that's that's why i'm here talking yeah, to you it was great to have you and dude like we're we got into mopeds right around the same time frame so like i feel like we're generation four maybe i don't know gen four um, i'm a gen four mope gen four moper yeah um, we're gonna we're gonna bring it around now that <laughs> no i won't but uh we ran that hellacious of a storm. We we're kind of on the edge of it, and then it. Oh my was, god! Like I just and I know how Colby is, and I was just trying to be like, we don't need to speed through this. We can just calmly take our way through it, and like we got through it, dude. We got some great photos. Like even my camera phone, like I was showing my mom, we got some great photos out of that deal. Uh, that storm. Yeah. Yeah, I I might have um. I might have overreacted a bit when we went when we were going through it, and like I took a screenshot of the radar that I was looking at on my phone, yeah. and I just sent it to the disc the the uh, the Baker's Discord, and I said, "I think we're going through a tornado or something like that." <laughs> that everyone like <laughs> people took it a little bit more seriously than I thought they would, and they're yeah. like, "Wait, really? Like UK? Like I don't know. I feel like maybe I." Well, maybe dude, it was a chance of it. It was pretty fucking gnarly. So yeah, I mean, there's definitely a chance of that happening yeah um, and then we just kept rolling and like i was i was gonna push us a little bit that night just so it wasn't like we got into uh, what town did we was the first day that we all met up at west alice um, wendover west wendover west like, wendover we ended up stopping in gillette wyoming which was kind of hilarious because that was one of the stops on baker's last year and i jokingly colby's like i'm getting us hotels we're stopping <laughs> I'm like, okay. Joel and I shared one room. Colby got his own. 
for him and his dog. Yeah. Hands down, the worst Continental breakfast I think I ever had in my life. Oh, uh, yeah, but there was a lot of bad Continental was, breakfast in that room. There was a lot of bad Continental There was a lot breakfast. of disappointments. Yeah, but... This was so bad, even Stuart wouldn't eat the sausage. Yeah, Colby's dog <laughs> refused to eat the sausage. Dude, I'm, oh. I'm so glad we stopped, though, because I, uh, you know, the, the day that we left and you guys were getting everything loaded up, and I, uh, I like, I kind of, I, I didn't really think about the logistics of, of me being in a car for that long, mm-hmm. and I, I get in the backseat of that Tacoma, and I'm like, oh fuck i'm gonna be at the time i thought we were gonna be just going the full 22 23 hours or whatever so i was like man i'm gonna be stuck in the back of this tacoma like in this tiny ass seat for like for like i don't know however many hours and then for like 22 24 hours non-stop and i had a little freak out like a little mini panic attack but then i got over it yeah and And dude like we could have we could have rearranged for you, but you were such a nice guy. Like we, you and I, honestly, we probably said like 20 words to each other at this point in our, like knowing each other. <laughs> yeah. Like, and I, yeah. I, I like to think for the most part, like I'm halfway chill, but you know, so, you know, I'm human. I have my flaws and whatnot, but like Joel, you could have said something at any point, but Joel's such a nice guy. He's like, I'll sit here and suffer. And like, <laughs> well, here's my thing was like, I knew, I knew I was, a, I was, it was going to be fine. I just, I've got this weird, my brain does this thing where like, it's, you know, just, it'll see something doesn't like, and then I'll freak out for like a minute uh-huh. and then, and then I get used to it and it's fine. Okay. And that's, you know, that's how it just better. It's, it's like going on a water slide. You ever, you, you yeah. ever be a kid and you're like you go on a water slide for the first time and you start freaking out like you mm-hmm. think you're gonna fucking die in this water slide and yeah. then and then you don't you don't uh, die <laughs> i'm glad you didn't die in the water slide or in the back of colby's vehicle um but we we stopped we ate uh or we stopped we slept we ate and we just kind of rolled um it was pretty cool like we didn't hit anything like it was just fucking driving dude that's all it was like got to west um i want to say it again west wendover wendover i want to say alice all this time i don't know why west wendover um checked in like just saw zach uh i saw zach right away and uh patrick and chad and uh james and his brother-in-law frank were at a different hotel maitland still wasn't in town yet and so kind of said hi to everybody. We went and got Mexican food. Joel and I, we just, we went and got some, gro- we got some stuff at the grocery store. Oh, you need some booze and I needed some Gatorade. Mm-hmm. Um, and it was just kind of a chill night. Kind of went, went over the rules, kind of meet and greet and all that stuff. The pool, all, we had a run of po- hotels with broken pools, like during this Dude. time. Like the only hotel we had that had a working pool. No, we had well, two. No, we had we, two. We had two. Yeah, that's right. Yep. That's right. Yep. But um, and just looking at the day ahead, I was just like, oh, that's going to suck. And like, I hadn't, people, I had struggled with my bike. I had, uh, I put my seals in wrong. So like my bike really wasn't together. Say we left on, um, say we left on Tuesday, 
my bike wasn't together until like Thursday, Friday before. And like, it was, it was nuts. Um, I put my seals in wrong. Didn't have any seals. Didn't I didn't, I got, I get very paranoid when I'm building stuff. And like, I had reached out to some people in the scene here and I'm like, do you have any seals? They're like, maybe. And I'm like, you know what? I just want, I was going to feel better if I had OEM Honda seals. So I just, I got a hold of treats. They got some to me right away. Thank you so much, Treatland. Um, I had maybe 40 miles on the bike, maybe, maybe 50. Um, went and rode around uh, West Wendover a little bit. I think I changed the main jet and adjusted my clip. And I'm like, okay, it's a safe bike right now. As in like, we're not going to set the world on fire, but it's going to, it's going to go. So Chad said, um, I'm just going to ride my bike out there. And I'm like, you know what? That's probably not a bad idea. So Colby and I went to the parts store in West Wendover and it's pretty cool. Cause for people who don't know, it's right next to the Bonneville salt flats. It's like the town that you stay in if you're going to do Bonneville. And they have a parts store there, and they have an in-floor dyno behind the, behind the I want to say shelf, but behind the counter. It was just really cool. It's a race town, which is awesome. And um, so we all went out there, did the meet. We chit-chatted a bit. Um, what was your kind of experience in the morning that day, Joel? Um, I was a little stressed. Um not like just because you know i got up and well i had to like i hadn't built any of my i hadn't built my like my camera rig which is what isn't that you know hard but i kind of woke up and try to make sure all my shit was going to work and try to figure out you know i don't know it was it was, it was a lot so it's like everything starting like in like an hour or like an, it was i think i got up at eight so we had like i had like a couple hours but I was, you know, I was trying to like, you know, get video of the whole thing and record what I could and figure out what was going on and just kind of just start, you know, doing the thing. And, um, but it was very exciting. I remember riding to the salt flats with Colby and just going down this long road and I could just see these like hazy little, like, you know, when it gets hot out, and like the sun's mm -hmm. coming down and everything's like, dancing yep. yeah the, the dancing vapors and i just remember seeing everyone like waiting at the end of the <laughs> where, where that the big start line was and i was like i don't know it's just the coolest thing um so yeah 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 um oh i forgot kelly was there too kelly's always an awesome person to be around very calm and soothing presence um and i get very People say, I, I always thought I was being focused, but turns out I get very anxious before any racing event. So, like, I try to, I try not to be a jerk, but I get very quiet and into myself and into what I need to be done. And, like, I was like, oh, do you want to go ride around the salt flats? I'm like, I'm good. I just want to get this race going. But we, yeah. had, we, we started out on the salt flats. I remember what Richie Rebel said to me once, because he rode his bike out on the salt flats. He's like, it's like riding on ice. I didn't necessarily find that experience, but I didn't ride a whole heck of a lot out there. So Maitland, we kind of did a rolling start with uh, Chad, James Potter, who's an awesome guy, and myself. It was three teams this year. Um, it was a, it was a lot to ask of people. It was, and we and we really found that out. Like it was twenty three hundred miles over nine days with one day break, and I think some people kind of came to understand it 
that's too much to ask of people unless you're <laughs> absolutely crazy, which all of us are. Um, but, you know, there could be some changes next year. I don't know. Um, but. Well, j- j- just over over that, that part of the country is just so remote. I mean, there's just, it's, it's so easy to, I mean, I feel like doing it even, you know, the, the East, the East coast, Southeast, the South, the Midwest, you know, all that stuff. There's like, there's plenty of stuff around. There's cell phone service. There's yeah. gas stations over where we were there's like a lot of like long stretches where there was just nothing like you were like the road you that some of the roads we were on were just oh, we'll talk we'll talk about for... the roads <laughs> we'll talk about the road oh, okay okay so Same I will, right. I, now that it's over okay they were talking and the race coordinators couldn't tell us what to do but they're like oh there's gravel here that's what i heard on the uh frontage road so i'm like oh we can't take that that's what i heard it was like gravel for 15 miles i'm like oh that would suck so i'm gonna take this way and patrick patrick and chad are such good people because they're there's no secrets with them they're always open about everything when it comes to builds routes everything they're such awesome people and talking to chad and patrick and james and myself we're like we're all going this route sweet so we get going start the start the race and i'm rolling dude like chad and i chad's following me my bike is it's it's good it i feel like i'm a little light in my weights and um it but it's good otherwise um but i'm rolling and then i remember chad saying something like watch out if we jim if we hit any reservations i've seen it or sometimes they make you turn around and go around it like at least that's what I thought I heard. And I heard, so we're going, I don't see anybody. I don't know what's going on. Turns out Chad got pulled over because of me. And I'm sorry, Chad. I rolled, Chad and I were together and I rolled a stop sign. I thought I stopped, but apparently the cop believed I rolled, but the cop was nice enough. Um, Let Chad go. No big issues there, um, but it did cost Chad some time. Uh, and I'm just following this map. And then I had these purple glasses. I'm not the biggest fan of purple, as everybody knows. And they flew off. And I'm like, oh, shit, I don't have sunglasses. And That's then, what happened to those, huh? Yeah, yeah. That was like the first 30 miles. And then I turned down this one road. I'm like, oh, no, this is going to suck. This is like this pavement sucks here. Then I have to turn down another road. And I'm just like, fuck, it's gravel. This is going to suck. Little did I fucking know how bad it was about to suck. Uh, Joel, do you want to talk about well, you know, me, travel? Well, me and Colby, we, you know, because we, you guys took off and I had my drone out because I wanted to get the shot of y'all starting the race on my drone. And that was like funny because I'm not a drone guy. So that was the second time I'd ever flown that drone. I bought it just for Bakers and I flew it once. I was like, okay, I get the, I get the idea. I mean, which I kind of did, but I ended up getting some cool shots, but you know, whatever, whatever. So anyway, the, the, the drone lands and I'm like, but I, okay, before it lands, I had to figure out where it was. Like I said, it's only the second time I'd ever flown it. So this I, so it took me a minute to, <laughs> it took me a minute to figure out where the fuck this drone was in relation to me. And then it, cause like when you hit land, when he hit, when he hit return to home, unless you change the settings, the drone will fly up like fucking 900 feet in the air or some oh, shit Jesus or like Christ. 400 feet in the air 
before it flies back to where you are just in case there's like any trees or like telephone wires in the way yeah so that took a minute because i didn't know where it was and i found it that i had to pack it back up in my case and get in the truck with chloe so all that to say is you know we were probably about five minutes behind y'all and we didn't exactly know where y'all went and so um we ended up tur- like we ended up going down this road and we're this is maybe like 10 20 minutes into it and we see zach and sierra on the side of the road waving to us and then we're like wait you think is that where jim went because we didn't know where you were so we we turned the, the whole rig around and went down there and luckily it was where you went and, and, I, and of course at, at one point we we went down there for a bit and saw everyone stopped on this yes. gravel road like everyone and their chase driver was all there yeah and that's where the from, split from was then on, the, that was where the testing facility was because there's another road we're on gravel people and chat i don't know how we all met up at the same time but there's a it looked like a course covered path if you there's a y in the road you could go right or left and if you went left you went down this horse covered path and um james potter goes well if we go right we're gonna go down the pony express trail trail and that's all gravel i'm like dude it's all fucking gravel if we go down to the left i'm not going that way and I think he went down that a little all bit. All roads lead to gravel. Yeah, all roads lead to gravel. Um, and Chad ran out of gas at that point, and it, so we just went, and we're going, and we're going, and we're going. Chad bl- flies by me. That man, he is such a madman on gravel. Like I'm like trying to go 35, 40 mm-hmm. just to keep things kind of interesting, if you will. But like, people, I saw 20 miles okay, 20 miles, we can go down this. This is fine. I can do this. I'm swearing at Zach and Sierra because I felt like they helped plan this route. I'm cursing Maitland Kelly and all of his un- all of his kin. I'm ready to pack the bike in the trailer. Like I'm like, this is the stupidest thing ever. Why didn't anybody... Like I'm finding every excuse in the world to yell about somebody. And we make this turn 20 miles later, and then you see 50 fucking miles of gravel road again. It was like, God damn it. It was so, it was, and that's where the road really got bad. Like we, we went down and Joel talk about some of the stuff you saw on the Pony Express trail. Like, yeah. It was fun at first, dude. Um, I remember at one point, I think it was like you had gone down one way and i i can't remember i think this is at this point we were on gravel but i remember just getting out of the, out of the truck at one point and having to take a piss um and the whole time uh all along the watchtower by Jimi hendrix was playing it just it was like kind of like this epic moment where like the race was on like um I'm, we're out here in the middle of fucking nowhere i'm taking a piss like i don't know it was pretty cool but it was really really exciting for like the first i don't know hour or two because the scenery was just absolutely amazing we're going through like this most the most remote fucking gravel trail i've ever been through in my life yeah dude, and it was like people and, and but then it got where um and i'm sure i'm sure you're 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 gonna mention this too but we got to the point where we were down to where, like the truck was saying, we only had like 120 miles of range left in the tank, and we hadn't had cell phone service in hours. I mean, like a like pretty much since 
since we got out of Windover, we just didn't have any service. And we we there was no way of us knowing if there's any gas stations anywhere. We just thought that we were gonna have to take the fucking premix out of the and, and put it in the truck. Like the premix for the bike. We thought we were gonna have to load that and like like put that in the truck to be able to make it to a gas station because this is like a Tacoma with like a giant trailer on it. And we're you know going at like 20 miles an hour through this gravel. So it was just like, you know, not the most fuel efficient affair. But so that's when shit actually kind of scary. I mean, I was still excited because I was taking like a lot of great pictures and shit like that. And, mm -hmm. But it was, it got a little, you know, it got a little dicey. I was like, you know, do I have, am I going to have to drink my own piss? <laughs> <laughs> but um, I remember watching Chad like just fly and then we Dude, started I, hitting. I saw that. I saw that. I'm like, what the f Like he just full fucking blast just yeah <clears throat> and i i could almost like i kind of kept up with them for a bit i'm like chad you do you man like i can't i'm not gonna i'm like my heart attack level of anxiety at this point like we're wanting to load it in and finally like i figured we were far enough in i'm like okay i can stop for gas and like colby's freaking out in the truck i know i know colby well enough to like his anxiety you know colby his anxiety was really bad at that point and get the gas. And I don't know why anybody opened up the trailer like they did. You, you were looking for the drill. Oh yes. Okay. My fault. But well, I don't um, know if you opened it up. I just know that's why I, I think that's why the trailer needed to be entered is yeah. Y'all couldn't find the drill or something, something like that. Yep. Found it. Um, drill started my bike because I run a one way bearing, but guess what? on pure fucking sand doesn't work out that well so had to drill start the bike i gave joel or i think i gave joel or colby the drill and start going again oh this is the point where we ran into that uh blue s that blue truck i don't know i don't even know what it was i think it was a silverado <laughs> okay and like it was this night it was this guy and his daughter i'm like sir how long till we hit pavement? <laughs> like he couldn't even tell. He didn't want to tell us because, like, he, I bet he didn't understand how long we had been on gravel at this point. I'm thinking sixty miles at least. And he just kind of looked at me, and we've been parked there for like ten minutes or whatever. And um, ten fifteen, we've been there a while. And for whoever follows me on Instagram or Joel, that's where I'm putting my helmet back on. Is the point we're talking about? Like. And he's just like, I don't know, maybe 30 miles, maybe 40. I'm just like, fuck. Okay. So still going, still going, still going. And it didn't feel like it was that. Maybe, honestly, I think he undershot it. Because after that, Joel, oh, you guys uh, had you guys had a little bit of a deal. But, like, after that, it wasn't that much farther on gravel. Maybe, like, 10 miles, maybe 15 miles. It, yeah, it seemed longer, but it wasn't. it really wasn't that bad. Yeah, but then talk about what happened, Joel. Okay, so um, pretty much we get back in the uh, we get back in the truck and we're rolling, and you you're a little bit ahead of us, and we're just we got the windows down, which I don't know why the hell. Well, we had the windows down because Colby had turned the AC off because we were trying to save on uh like you know a, a fuel economy because yep. we we're just trying to like get as much as we can out of that tank. 
Uh, so the, the windows are down, which is probably a bad idea because we I, I breathed in a lot of dust. But there's just a, a lot of dust that got in the in the truck. But then you know I'm, we're I'm, we're hearing all these noises. And it, did, it didn't really phase me because I wasn't really thinking about the truck or anything. I was just kind of like thinking about like how to shoot you know all the the stuff that was going on. And Colby's like, "What's that noise?" <laughs> and I'm like, you know, I, I did kind of notice like a a. a noise a rhythmic noise that was kind of like something dragging along but i thought maybe it was just like the chains or something or i don't know like the the trailer's pretty noisy when you're on a gravel road but then he stops the truck and he goes to check it out and the fucking ramp for the because it's a it's like one of those it's a trailer that has like a drop down ramp so you can load stuff in there which is what you were carrying your bike in from minneapolis to utah mm-hmm that whole ramp had been just down the whole time. So we were blazing down this fucking gravel road at like, I don't know, at least 30 miles an hour, at, which is fast for gravel. And we're blazing mm-hmm. down this gravel road for like maybe 10 or more minutes with this, with this ramp down and kicking up all this dust. And the entire trailer was just completely just covered in dust. I mean, it was... It was insane, and yeah, Col- was, Colby ended was... up losing a bag on Ladeal. Oh yeah, and fucking, and we're worried, but, and we're like, yeah, because like I had I had a bunch of my shit in there too, like my clothes and my camping gear and stuff, and but most of that was in there. But Colby had thought he lost some of his bags, which he did, and we were able to like reach out to Zach and Sierra and tell them. Luckily, we got service not long after that. We we're able to ask people to grab the bags which i don't even know if they got the text i think they just saw bags and assumed that they were ours or something yeah. and grabbed them which were lucky well so. for, i think i might have the story wrong and i think when i have them on next week we'll hear it but like patrick was so far back of you guys that he actually stopped and like grabbed the bag and put it on the side of the road or something like that is kind of my understanding oh yeah maybe maybe yeah. But, i mean that um, first that first day was just so jam packed with shit. I mean, that the the first day we're not even done. We're like a quarter into the first day. Yeah, it's such a gamut of emotions. Like I just, oh god, and like so we rolled for a while, and then I think I I don't know if I saw Chad get on the pavement or what. I think I don't even know you guys like, but I saw what I thought was pavement, and you have no clue how happy I was to just go on flat ground for a hundred (laughs) miles. Like it was the greatest feeling in the world. And the bike was handling it well. Like um, I ended up meeting up with you guys at some point again. And that's where I kind of filled up for the last time. You guys had still not got gas. And again, Colby, Colby is an awesome chase driver and like, so I feel like at some points I didn't set him up for success. Um, but like you guys ended up finally getting gas. Um, but I was just rolling and I remember cutting. Th- I don't remember a lot anymore of that first day, but I remember the mountain we climbed and um, whoever planned this route and never came on and like thought it'd be funny to park to camp where we did like, I'm really glad you guys did that and like i if i get to be a part of play i'm not gonna i'm not gonna do that to people because especially if i you know if you do that to people show up um yeah show up. <laughs> like i'm not i that's what oh anyways um 
dude, we, I rode my moped up to 9,600 feet and I went 30 miles an hour. I've never been so proud to go 30 miles an hour in my life. Um, like that thing was starving, like just starving. Um, got into camp first that day, Chad, I think ran out of gas at one point, had to wait on Patrick. Um, all the chase drivers deserved a gold star for the day. Cause we put you guys through hell. So thank you all so much, Frank, you too. Um, got into camp. I like, I think Kelly was there and some people and like, she brought me a water. She's like, just everybody leave Jim alone. I think he's dying. <laughs> like, I think I was too. You guys weren't too far behind, but like, uh, you guys, I saw you roll, like you guys were about five minutes behind me, but like I saw you rolled by camp. So I figured, you're Oh gonna, man. Yeah. Well, uh, let, so there was, there was two navigational errors. One was after we had refueled you after, after you just got gassed up, we were about to run it because this is like when we were getting really low on gas. Mm -hmm. Um, cause we had, we, yeah, we had just gotten out of the, the gravel and we thought that there'd be a gas station to where in the direction that we were going. Cause there was like this kind of small town and there like what seems to be like an active open Phillips 66 gas station or some shit that were like, okay, cool. That's a gas station. We could go there. But it actually was just like, a like, I don't even know what it was like some sort of Phillips 66 gas station museum or something. Oh, it Jesus wasn't, Christ. I don't even know what the hell it was. It was like a gift store, but there was nothing in this town anyway. So we had to turn back around and go like 15 minutes in the other direction to go to an actual, you know, gas station that had, you know, gas and food and stuff. Cause we hadn't eaten that day really yet. Mm -hmm. um, so, but yeah, you were way ahead of us. You were like, you got like 20 minutes ahead of us or something. And so, yeah, so then we, we turned around and went, went through up, went through there and went up, up on, up in the mountains there. And, uh, yeah, our, uh, we ended up going past the campground and went to this other campground and thank God it had a turnaround so we could turn the trailer around. Yeah. But that was, that was a close one. We, if we, if I hadn't had the glimpse map downloaded on my phone, cause I didn't have any service. There was just no service up there. Mm -hmm. well, there was there was some service I don't think I had any service it was like maybe only like Verizon had service or some shit but... yeah it was Verizon only like yeah <laughs> yeah so we we uh ended up having to turn around and get to the the site the campsite and yeah well shit man and then I guess well we could talk about James too so we got oh, there yeah and James hadn't showed up yet um, cause you went like Chad was maybe like, what, like 10, 20 minutes behind you that first if day. That, it was pretty close. Like pretty it wasn't, close. yeah. It was cause within... he was ahead of you for a lot. We yep. passed him oh, just because they were getting gas and he was waiting on Patrick or something. Mm -hmm. But, uh, <clears throat> so, but we get there and there's, there's just no, there's no James. And, you know, I was kind of worried about him and, you know, we set up camp and we're like, okay, well, they're still like here. We're just going to go into this this town at the bottom of the mountain, maybe like 15, 20 minutes away yep. and get some food and get some supplies and whatever. <clears throat> so we did. And I was, I was worried that I was worried that James wasn't going to, was going to get there. There wasn't going to be any food. Luckily Maitland had some burgers and stuff that he was cooking, but um, 
Yeah, so we go get food and we come back. We're just chilling by the fire and drinking. We beers. also went to the dollar store and got pillows and blankets for me at least. Uh, yeah. Gassed up the truck. Like we were in town for a while, you guys. We yeah, that was. I was also worried because it was like cold as fuck, and I flew into Minneapolis with my camping gear, so I didn't bring a sleeping bag because like I already had like four separate. I had like four separate things. Like I had like my gear, my backpack, my clothes and my camping gear like so that was i i didn't want to bring a sleeping bag it was just too much so i had like a tiny ass blanket and i just didn't really realize how cold it was going to get when we were mm -hmm. camping at that i i didn't know we we're gonna be camping in that high up elevation like, i've never done elevation camping before so i got i got myself an extra blanket um but yeah we were we got and we to told camp. you we told you that night hey dude just come in the camper and like sleep yeah. on the sleep on the top bunk and like i think that top bunk like colby's got a nice setup for him but like the top bunk was probably made for children and not like yeah. a 150 pound man yeah so that will also <laughs> like i as i was getting up there i heard like a weird like something was breaking on it like it seemed like it wasn't meant to Freaking. support yeah the weight um but that so we got back to the camp and james still hadn't showed up and we were worried because you know like there's very little service and there mm -hmm. was very little anything around anywhere and we're in the mountains and it's cold as balls and we weren't sure if his chase driver was even with him um mm -hmm. so but it's like probably like 10 30 well actually like like pretty much the whole time we were at the campsite after we got back from dinner every once in a while a car would would start coming by and someone would be like is that a is that a moped is that a moped? Yeah. And we all like, and then we wait a second. And they're like, oh no, it's just a car. But then, <laughs> like around ten thirty, we heard it. Like Chad was the first to hear it. He's got that super human moped hearing. Yeah. <laughs> and he was like, is that a moped? And we're like, uh, probably. Wait, wait. Oh my god. Oh yeah. We're like, oh that's that's him. That's him. We're like we run out. We see his. We we can hear it. We can all hear it. And we're yeah. all waiting and there's like this big hill and we see his his headlight come up over the hill and everyone's just like fucking screaming they got their their uh their phone lights on like trying to yeah. wave them in so because it was like <laughs> pitch black he couldn't see anything yeah. i've got my phone out and i'm like i'm like recording him coming in because i didn't i didn't i wasn't i didn't have time to grab any of my any of my cameras so i'm just recording this shit on my phone and then he pulls in everyone's like Woo! and then like right behind him comes in franklin he's blasting that song by cake the going the distance like he had it queued up perfectly it worked out yeah. really well and so he gets in and he just brings his bike in and pretty much like i don't know gets his bike all hitched up and uh like literally gets in the fire pit because that, mm -hmm. that's how cold he was he was so fucking cold he just gets into the fire pit and yeah. starts like, <laughs> like warming up his body because it was like near hypothermic at this point because but essentially what happened is his bike his e50 didn't like going up a mountain no and so he had to push it it just it just wasn't the clutch wasn't grabbing or i don't even know what was going on but he just had to he had to push the whole bike he had to push his bike up this up this mountain like five thousand feet or or more and you know he didn't want to dnf he yep. wanted and so like franklin was there like driving along with him his chase driver was just driving there alongside him this whole time, like giving him moral support and like water and stuff. But, you know, he can't put the bike in the, he can't, he can't load it up or anything. He's just got to push it. So he just yeah. did that for 
four or five hours. And then once he got to the crest of the mountain, he was able to kind of ride it down and get it to start, you know, working again. And, um, yeah, so it was, you know, he really, that was the craziest thing that happened that day really is this guy was so determined to not DNF that he pushed his bike up. a. I mean, and like crazier shit I'm sure has happened on Baker's, but he really, he really fucking, he really fucking did it, and we were yeah. all so proud. I was so proud of this man. I know. Um, yeah, and that was, and like we'll say, I know some details that we'll let James talk about on his uh, show that in a couple weeks. But yeah, dude, that guy, I knew, I knew if he was still alive, that bike was going to be at the finish line that night. Like I'm like, <laughs> well, like he's he's a military guy, and he's a he's a career military guy, like. He was never gonna let that if that bike could still run, he was gonna he was gonna get it up that mountain. Um so yeah, thanks. That's our armed forces for you, the determination. So we all kind of chill out. We have a great bonding moment at camp. And I'm just like, I'm going to bed. Joel's Joel kind of said, Oh, could we come in? And like ended up sleeping in his I think that was the only night you tented, which was Well, I slept in my move. tent mostly because I'd gone through the trouble of setting it up. Yeah. And I I wanted to see what I mean. It was I was able to stay warm enough in there, um, for for the most part. But I just um, I just don't sleep well when I when I'm camping, just in general. But what mm-hmm. really got me was uh, I wasn't able to breathe through my nose because it was just clogged up with so much dirt and dust. So and I kept it was like eight, we're at sixty five hundred feet, I think, that night. So. Yeah. So the, so yeah, the the air is is really thin up there. So like not being able to breathe my nose and me just waking up with like a dry mouth every five minutes or just waking up from my own snoring. So yeah. I just, I did not, I slept maybe two hours that night. Ooh, it took rough. me all night to fall asleep. And that, that happens a lot to me just in general sometimes, <laughs> but yeah. I'm I trying definitely... to, I'm actually banter a little bit cause I'm trying to figure out, how many miles we actually did and my phone's being really awesome and slow right now so. oh yeah yeah um, well yeah i hate i just i i like camping but for me tents are i just hate tents because setting them up is a is fine but getting them broken down and rolled back up and in the tent bag or whatever yeah. is like even if they make it bigger like some now they make tents the the bag so you can actually fit it in there. Mm-hmm. Old school ones, it's like you have to have it rolled up perfectly. But even yeah. this one was like, I just couldn't do it, and everyone heard me fucking freaking out, <laughs> screaming at my tent that that next morning because I just I like, don't remember that, so that's a good. I thing. could not, dude. I just could not. I I I I did it. I had to redo it like a couple times, and I still couldn't get it to fit in the thing. And it just it's just not fair, dude. It's like just make a bigger, just make a more a bigger bag you yeah. know it's like i get um, if you're like motorcycle camping or something and you need or like you're backpacking and you need like very specifically sized things but that was uh that was very trip. frustrating so that day we <laughs> rode uh 279 miles according to my uh google maps and anybody who does bakers learn how to download uh maps offline that'll save your life uh we ended up uh camping at old uh forks flat utah wherever that is but that's where we ended up um that's where we ended up going from there we went and the 
we'll talk about this for anybody who has a Baker shirt. P.S. Once Manley gets home, I'll send you a new one. Um, huh. Day two. <laughs> Thank you. Yeah, yeah. Day two, we went from Old Fork Blatts to Cap Cush, Colorado, which is Cortez, Colorado. That was 288 miles. And guess what we found out on that day? We got to ride on more fucking gravel roads. Oh, yes. And, like, not only gravel roads, but we got to um, – we got to go down, and this is where Chad would always kick my butt, is gravel roads and, like, untamed terrain, we'll call it. Um, there was a lot of roads that maybe were made in 1940 and 1950 and had never been maintained. Like, overgrown paths is basically uh-huh. what they were. And <laughs> we all, and Chad did the same thing, I come to find out. Once we were going on the pavement, I let my bike was screaming this day. I was leading and I saw a right to uh, a gravel road. I'm like, nope, fuck that. <laughs> so I kept going down the road and the next one was a gravel road again. I'm like, God damn it. So in the scenery, you guys, if I would have been in a truck or a car, beautiful, absolutely gorgeous on a moped sucked more than pond water. Like it was just terrible. Yes. Yeah. I mean, from the, from the view of the truck, everything is very pretty and very, yeah. But yeah, I imagine on a moped, yeah, you're got your eyes on the road, especially when it's gravel like that. But that, that, yeah, that second day we, we had to do this really weird loop-de-loop around uh, the interstate basically in order. Yeah. In order to not have to go on the interstate, we had to do some weird, there's like this old mining trail and that was pretty gnarly um and that was more gravel mm-hmm. and uh <laughs> sometimes and pavement, it's just yeah the pavements were chad caught up to me again the road that was like 40 miles it was like stuff that had been made in the 40s and never maintained since but like chad kicked my butt and just took off and this would come into play later um going down that like i almost got ran off the road by a road grader which was pretty awesome like i was by, yeah. by a what Oh, a backhoe or a, yeah. something like that. Yeah, it was it was pretty rad. Um, There's a lot of construction going on. It seemed like one of the roads that were abandoned from uh, Grand Theft Auto 5, like some of the desert towns. Like, go play that. I think they modeled a lot of the desert towns off of Baker's this year. <laughs> like, um, it was, I'm still, I'm becoming re-traumatized. I almost hit the delete part in my brain on this. Um. Chad got around me. Patrick got around me. I'm just like, I'm ready to fucking quit Bakers at this point. You guys have no clue. And like, just that, like other people are still doing it. You can do it. And like, I always get on, it's on that edge of quitting, but I never, I just won't. Um, and you guys are behind me a bit. Cause I understand cause of rough terrain. And finally I'm at like, I'll stop and at like 130 each day, 130 miles. And I was waiting for you guys. And we're getting gas, and Pat and uh, Colby said this is when we found out Chad had fallen. Um, and Patrick was on the phone with Colby, and I said, "You tell Chad if he wants to de- if he wants to load up, I'll load up, and we'll call a mulligan for today." Because this was we'd already been through hell. Like Patrick's um, ACDC stuff on uh, Instagram, that was very truthful. It was hell, and Patrick knows Chad well enough. They're great enough husbands, like. Just said, I don't think Chad would agree to that. I'm like, okay. And he goes, you guys cannot make it down this road with your camper. I'm like, 
It sounds like it's impassable, Patrick. I'm going on the highway. So I went to, and that's a part of the rules of Baker's. You have, during the week, you have two exits you can take on the highway. You can be on and off at two times. Like you can, basically that means everybody. So you get it on, on an on-ramp. You have to get off at the next off-ramp. And you can do that twice, like the very next one. And that's what we did. And that's where, you know, the bike really, I think we dropped a little bit in elevation and that's where the bike kind of start rolling. Um, you guys were with me the whole time. Uh, that's when you kind of saw the bike. That's when I was really proud of that. Like my bike was like going 55, like right around 60 miles an hour at 6,000 feet, which, um, again, I was very proud of that, uh, for that bill. I was impressed. Thank you. Like, yeah. And is this starting to like, so we're into straighter roads and stuff like that. I knew this was possible, but you being a first time observer of Baker's like wide open throttle for that long, did that kind of blow your mind at first? Um, well, yeah, I mean, by time I can't remember, I think it was like, yeah, that second day we got to the campsite in Colorado. I just kind of like the reality of everything hit me. It's like, okay, it's been two full days of riding and this guy has been going like wide open throttle, at least for, for that day, for that second day, pretty much all day. And I was like, this guy's been wide open throttle the whole day going like 60 and hasn't broken down. Like nothing's rattled off. That was the biggest thing to me is like how nothing had rattled off your bike. <laughs> like dude, no exhaust bolts, nothing, everything. I mean, I'm sure a few things might've got a little loose, but I mean, the amount of like with the you there's very little maintenance done oh, yeah. during the rides that whole time and like that the first i i, I didn't mention that so everybody i run a cb like a 71 72 cb 750 tank on my uh moped and it's got like two gas um out outlets on the tank and it's meant for the carburetors on that bike but like you know, mopeds only on their carburetor only has one uh, inlet. So what I have is a plastic Y pipe. And on that first day, I actually broke that Y pipe. And I'm, you know, understand enough, bring backups to the backups to the backups. But I didn't have a filter. I didn't have a fuel filter, but I knew there's a screen on that petcock. And something I learned from Fred a couple years ago, um, all you have to do if you don't, if you don't want stuff to ever get in your carburetor, Take your fuel line and loop it once or twice, and all the sediment will sit in that loop, and it'll never get in. So that's what I did. I just looped it once. I didn't loop it enough, but I looped it once and ran without a fuel filter the entire race, other than the Petcock screen. And I didn't mention that to anybody. Um, But that's the only maintenance I did. We got into the Camp Cush. I think it's called, like, something else. Do you remember what it's called now? It's called... Starlight, star, Bright. star, yeah, star, uh, yeah, starlight something. campground or something. Yeah, yeah. Um, Colby was awesome enough to pick me up, uh, rain gear because we, we, we were skirting around rain that day. I think I got a little wet, but nothing bad. Um, and yeah, it was just, it was overall good. I think it was a other Chad wasn't hurt on his fall. I'm so happy about that. James unfortunately blew up. We will talk more about that during his. Uh, episode i'll let him tell his story um but sorry no no dude uh we will 
we and that's and Joel kind of I think maybe you got to see the bonding of Bakers like as a team like we all went out to eat that day um that like you eat once a day if you're a writer and that was yeah. my big meal um the <laughs> it, it was raining and we're a little concerned about um getting the camper out of this campground but it didn't rain for too long so we we're safe there oh god <laughs> that campground yeah, was a trip with that the was campers. the thickest stickiest mud like because i remember trying to go back because we see so yeah, how we got we got to the campground that night they were kind of sketchy they got sketchy about the camper because they didn't know there was going to be a camper that was kind of a big ordeal but that ended up working out fine and then yeah we went got some dinner came back i hung out with with some people by the fire for a bit but yeah it started raining i, I came back to the camper to like you know go to sleep in my on my little air mattress and there was the amount of mud that was caked on my shoes was like insane yeah like that it was pretty stressful honestly because i had to like essentially <laughs> the, the next, next day morning. i had to like take my knife my pocket knife and scrape out all the mud from all the little from all the nooks and crannies <laughs> on my on my soles and my shoe Oh my God. That's where I forgot about the next morning. Like Ch I'm sitting at Chad and Patrick rented a yerk or something like that. It was, but like those two got a nice, great night's sleep. I kind of doing my morning walk arounds, talking to people and they're like, yeah, you want to come in for coffee? And that's, what's so great about those two. They're such friendly and open and welcoming people drink coffee with them. Chad's like, I'm going to restart my phone. I'm like, you know what? That's a good idea. Uh, my phone wasn't, my phone was getting stuck in the startup screen. Oh yeah. Was, I was panicking. I'm like, if you don't have a working phone at Baker's, you're fucked. Like flat out, you're fucked. Um, so we're about to go into town and I'm trying some stuff and all of a sudden it, it uh, starts up. I'm like, Oh my God, I'm not touching this thing again. Um, but I, I think I ended up dropping some weight in my variator and um, like a gram and the bike i changed train i at dumped a little trans fluid out disposed of that correctly uh, <laughs> and added some fluid and just kind of start go like that day was nice and freaking boring um i think that's where we were staying weren't we staying at 8500 feet that day joel uh, yeah i was pretty high up um <laughs> But it was like all like, like it was like <laughs> it's just like in Colorado, like you get that high up and then you're just on a giant fucking plateau that is that high up for like mile, like hundreds of miles essentially. So, mm -hmm. and there's mountains around where we were. There was mountains in the background, so it, it didn't seem like you were that high up. But it was, yeah, also pretty cold that night. So. <laughs> um you stayed in the camper that night didn't you or... I did. okay uh and i think that was um Las la salle national forest and we we're in utah i thought we were in northern new mexico wait this the the second night uh the third night because the second night we stayed at the teepee indian looking place oh yeah 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 we um, know we were in uh that was uh ums springs was that Yellow right? Springs? Then where the heck is uh, Huntington, Utah? I don't know. That's where Old Forks Campground. Oh, that's where that we were. That was the first we... night. First night was Old Folks. Go look up 
do me a favor. Get on your oh, you you're on your phone right now. We'll look up the Baker's thing because we're it has all flat group campground. Uh, I'm looking. Okay, we're just gonna go to June third because this is all goofy for some reason on this website. Uh, so you're right, Yama Springs, New Mexico, um, 230 miles. That wasn't too bad, I don't think. Um, I just remember. Um, oh, oh, this is what I remember. We were all going to take, again, we all kind of coordinated with each other. What route are you taking? Because no real secrets with us. <clears throat> and I was out and ahead of everybody. The bike was performing really well. And I went to turn in some town and I saw a sign, no trailers, no this, no that road reconstruction. I'm like, and this sign had been oh, yeah. out really bad. Really it bad. said no horse trailers. Yeah. Um, I got to my chase. Do not go on this road. This is going to be another shit, shit show. Let's go around. And I um, had them call ahead to Patrick. And I'm like, just let them know. Don't do it. And like, um, I just didn't want another repeat of gravel roads. So we just kind of went around this mountain, basically, and got i mean some of the houses and stuff once we got going towards the camp were absolutely beautiful very uh new mexico style houses but like oh yeah some of those towns are really pretty yeah but like people driving 15 miles an hour on like county roads was just oh well there was a lot of tourists that were driving through just like taking in the sights like taking in the like the architecture and like the mountain vistas and yeah it was Kind of stressful being yeah. stuck behind that. Yep. Um, this Bunch is of sightseers. I, this is where I started at climbing this mountain. I started having a little bit of final drive issues. Like it'd pop out of gear a few, once or twice. And I probably should have, ch- if I would have been a responsible person, I would have changed out uh, fluid again. But I'm just like, we're just going to let it be. Um, got up to camp. Um, we're all still halfway close. I think Chad was like, Chad after his fall and everything was still like 20 minutes behind. Um, they ended up taking the same route. Um, it kind of, we got all set up. Colby, we figured out his canopy and we all, we put our bikes underneath the canopy. James unfortunately <laughs> had to DNF that day and put out a call to um, anybody and everybody. And Graham from the syndicates ended up driving down, delivered some parts um which is always nice to see graham again i'm trying to save some uh james's story for james's time yeah for sure for sure um what i don't even remember what we did is that where we all got burger or we got those that's burgers? where we got the 20 dollar cheeseburgers yeah, we yeah, went yeah. Down to, uh, um los alamos yeah the mountain um, oh my god and yeah coming down that caldera was pretty beautiful and i was really bummed i didn't bring like any of my cameras or anything but Sometimes it's just better to see it than try mm-hmm. to capture it. But that was a really fun drive. But I will say that I was trying to get like, like when we, when we had just gotten to the, the camp spot and it started raining and us scrambling to figure out how to put down the canopy on the camper, that was pretty funny. Yeah. Cause we just had no <laughs> clue how to do it. We just had to figure out on the fly. Yeah. <laughs> it was, uh, we got it figured out, but it was just pretty much by the time we got it figured out, the rain had, and <laughs> it didn't yeah. even matter. 
I think it ended up raining again, so it was fine. But we'll say it mattered. Come on, come on now. Like, um, but yeah, it was it was a good time. Like we all kind of chilled out, kind of kind of relaxing a little bit. Um, yeah, it was just a it was just a night at Baker's. We uh got everything broke down, set up the next day. Uh, I'm trying to think where the hell trying to break this down for everybody correctly uh we went from yama Springs. clayton the, the the next day what what was clayton like that was a, it was a was board. A, it was a they, it, it was like a crack town so it's just it wasn't oh, yes. much there yes i remember that um we ended up like some of the scenery this is where we started hitting some sprinkles and some rain um which was kind of gnarly and i just remember going through a lot of valleys and this was so cool and like this is some of the bummer about beggars like if you especially if you're a rider you can't absorb everything and i imagine it's like that for the chase you can't really absorb everything but i remember just sitting there trying to run from rain the whole time and like there was some construction and some miscues on my part with my team so colby and i got separated by a lot and i was at the checkpoint that we were going to sit and fill up. It was Eagle Springs or something like that, Joel, wasn't it? Like Eagle's Nest or... Oh, yeah. And I had and I had to wait there for like... Because I, again, I kind of... I could have planned this a little better, but like I probably waited there for like 35, 40 minutes. Like, honestly. Yeah, let's just say, you know, the... Oh, going down the mountain. I'm sorry, I skipped the whole going down the mountain. Oh, my God, you guys. Like... Oh, yeah. That was kind of terrifying, kind of terrifying. And I'm just like, Chad, you lead, baby. Like, I'm just going to let you do your thing. And, um, yeah, that was nuts. And you guys had a horrific experience going down the mountain. Colby's brakes almost caught on fire. Yeah, I don't think his trailer brakes are working. <laughs> yeah, we kind of forgot about the whole uh, put it in low gear yeah. thing. <laughs> Engine braking. Um, yeah. but no, so they had to pull over for a bit and that's, that's fine. Like, that's cool. Like everybody has their miscues and whatnot. Um, but is that where we start seeing all the, we were jokingly saying, um, what were the holes that everybody wanted to go see? Was that the area? Uh, the arches? The arches. Is that the arches area? Like, I well, don't remember. We went from... When we were going from, was that when we passed through Moab? Maybe. Because that was the same day. Yeah. I, I don't feel know. like, I don't know. Like that people... was, I think that was on that day from U.S. Yeah. Springs to Clayton. That sounds yeah. about right. Sure. That could have been day not? two, though. <laughs> I don't, I don't think that was day two. I just don't okay. I got a feeling it wasn't. Um, but going down that mountain and getting separated, I mean, it's all a part of Baker's. Like, you're never going to have perfect, perfect. It just happens that way. So I just kind of, and I was fine with that. I was just, I hadn't hit rain yet, and I was just kind of waiting there. And I knew, like, you know, my chase isn't always going to be perfectly behind me, and that's just the tale of chase. Um just waiting at the gas station. I'm a little frustrated, but I tried not to show it. We gassed up. I'm like, give me the raincoat. 
And then like I get going, I'm like, you're an asshole. Why didn't you put your pants on? I turn around a few minutes, go back, get my pants. Um, and like going in, I hit rain a few times going into um, Clayton, New Mexico and Joel like, and Chad, Chad beat me like by 10, 15 minutes that day. And he deserved it. And that like Clayton was just kind of a, I asked one waitress, I'm like, what is this town? What's like, I always think of Mars when he's like, what is the purpose of this town? And I just, I just asked the waitress, I'm like, what's this town's claim to fame? It's a stop on your way to Texas or like something like that. She said, well, yeah, it's a stop on your way from Texas to Colorado or Colorado to Texas. Yeah. It's just a good way station is basically what it was. Yeah. Um, and I was not looking forward to the next day. And I thought it was actually going to be a shorter day than what it was. But uh, waking up that morning, it, we all put our rain gear on. James continued back with the pack. He got his bike all fixed. And Clayton, New Mexico to Chickasha, Oklahoma, 351 miles. And that was just, um, that was boring. Okay, there's not much to say from that day that I can remember. How about you, Joel? Yep. <laughs> okay. Pretty boring. I um, that was yeah, that was probably one of the more boring days, and I could probably pull up the freaking um like time lapses from that day. Yeah. What, what day was that even? That was. The, Chad got pulled over a few times in Texas, and it was just basically cops being curious um like what are you doing (laughs) yeah yeah so yeah it was uh it was boring but it got kind of decent once we got into oklahoma like the terrain changed a little bit you got to see that red river valley a little bit and i one halfway um weird thing happened all of a sudden like my chain we went and filled up for the last time i think we had 120 miles to go and all of a sudden, like, I don't know, an hour or two later, I see my chase coming from, like, a gravel road. I'm like, what the fuck are they doing? And I just kind of, like, waved at him and flicked him off because that's my hello. Oh, yeah. we. What even happened there? Colby probably missed a turn. Shit happens. Yeah. <laughs> but I just remember seeing that. Like, I totally forgot about that. I'm like, what the fuck are those guys doing? And, um, but, yeah, that's Baker's. Uh. Got to got there. I think Chad had some issues other than getting pulled over. I think he blew a belt out once or twice. Um, I think I beat him by like thirty or forty minutes that day. And Colby at one of the stoplights, Colby got out of his truck and like my charger, <laughs> my charger had fucked up because I had wired in a phone charger on my bike, and I was worried because all of a sudden like I was down to twenty percent. I'm like, oh god, is my bike not gonna blah blah blah? Freaking out. I'm looking at the fuse. I'm looking at this. All of a sudden, somebody taps me on the shoulder and flicks me off. I'm like, what the fuck? I'm worried about the bike. I don't give a fuck about you, Colby. Love you. Bye. <laughs> but um, That was good. That was yeah. funny. That made my day, actually. <laughs> That's good. Um, and we all got to the Super 8 or Motel 6, whatever the hell it was. Uh, a boring day. But that was a good day just to hang out with everybody. We, got some, we actually got some pool time in, which was kind of nice. Where... Chickasha? Yep. Or uh, no. Did we? Clayton. Cl- was it Chickasha? Yeah, it was uh, Chickasha. Because then the next day we were riding into 
hot springs. Oh, okay. Well, yeah, yeah. That day, yeah. Yep. Because Definitely I got had, some good full time at hot springs. Yeah. Um, and I also got something that I never had before, Chicken Express, which I was really fucking happy with for fast food chicken. Um, Chickasha to Hot Springs was kind of a shit show. Um, oh, yeah. That was like, okay, we rolled for a bit, and it, it started getting, the terrain started getting a little bit better. Oh, this is where I blew out my final drive. Okay, so... A few times, this is first we got behind the slowest person in the world, and he looked just like the biggest gomer pile in the world. And for some reason, when I get into towns, I don't know if it was because it was sitting or the fluid or whatever, but like I'd feel for Hobbit people can know this, like I'd feel the gear pop out and like slip. And I'm like, oh God, oh God, oh God. We fill up and it stopped doing that. And then uh, James and uh, James and Chad caught up to me, and it was doing that, doing that, doing that, and then it stopped. I'm like, awesome, we're good to go. And you guys caught back up to me, and it's starting to get a little rainy. And all of a sudden, like it was popping out left and right for a good ten minutes, and I was down to twenty miles an hour is all I could do. And that's when you guys, I'm like, fuck it, we're gonna pull over. We stopped over. We stopped at some horse farm thing, like. I don't know what it was, but it was a, I think there's a palatial estate in the back there. Don't you feel like that? The first time uh, you pull over? A po- what, what is, what was a palatial estate mean? I want to say it's fancy. <laughs> oh yeah. I mean, it was obviously some, some, it, it, it was a ranch. It was like a ranch quotations. I don't think it was like, I think it's, it was like a hobby ranch for some wealthy person. Mm-hmm. Some like, old family money or something they just had this like ranch to like you know raise horses gated and... gated as fuck yeah um, but we got I'm out freaking out because we're in the middle of fucking nowhere arkansas and i'm like you know we're not technically on their property but i guess kind of maybe we are and i'm like this is a really good way to get the cops call on you or get shot or fucking <laughs> i don't even know i, I mean they were cops. they were nice i can see they cops but not shot. I think they had too much money to shoot us um, yeah. and not get away with it. If they got away with it, not a big deal, but we popped out. You guys did a great job. Um, Colby took directions. So awesome. I, I was asking for stuff. I'm like, I'm going to sound like a dick right now, but I'm not a dick. I'm just being very direct. And I, I was probably a dick, but every we I got that swapped out in like, what would you say? 20 minutes. If that, yeah, like 20, 15 minutes. Yep. And I saw James and Patrick both go by <clears throat> and then get everything set up, uh, got it all back on the road, and then a mi- not even a mile down the road, zing, zing, like I just ran out of gears again. I'm like, oh, my God, how did I blow out another final drive? So I'm freaking out, pull over. Um, I have one more final drive with me, but it's set up with the race gears, and I've never really – bothered to figure them out per se so i'm like okay i'll get it close enough so we start i start getting the old wheel set up and blah 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 doing all that and then i take everything apart i'm running the r&d pulley from treats and i notice i didn't have the nut tight I'm like could it be this fucking <laughs> hit it yeah again it was impact. little it was like it was just kind of a stressful 
just from for me observing is like a very trying to like do everything as fast as we could and like sometimes having too many tools i feel like having like so much stuff and all different places to keep things and stuff and like having to pull out all the tools and then to fix this shit on the ground and then put them back and then get it, it i could see how that could be stressful enough to where you're forgetting certain uh mm-hmm. certain certain steps in the in the repair process this year was way better than last year i will say that for our organization next year will be better i mean it's, it's a learning process um but got that tightened up and i was an idiot at this point i decided i don't need rain care and then the fucking downpour started happening. <laughs> I mean, yeah. this is, oh my God, we got so much fucking rain, you guys. Like, we're talking like standing water in the roads. Like, cars would drive by me and like, the, <coughs> the wake would splash me. Oh, and this is a point that my rear pulley failed and I was stuck in high gear as well, which was awesome. Um that was kind of my fault. I know why, and I'll tell everybody another time. But um so I'm stuck in I'm single varated at this point, basically. So and I can't let the bike die because my chase is not right behind me right now. I did go by Patrick. They had some issues and Colby pulled over. And he texted me, I pulled over for Patrick. Good. Because on Bakers, we do take care of each other. We're all individual teams but we help each other out. We're not, it's just a, it's just a race on children. It's competitive, but it's not competitive to the point where where you're going to let another team just totally be on the, like if someone's like chase is like, you know, their battery Mm -hmm. dies, which is what happened with Patrick. It's like, yeah, I'm not going to fuck someone over because you know, that friends, we are friends. And like, that's the thing about my friend needs help, help my friend. Like that's where I'm at with that. Um, we got into the motel six, James Potter won. That was, that made me really happy. Yeah. He won that day. And that was <laughs> very surprising, but I was very happy to see it. Mm-hmm. James, once he gets his bike kind of figured out a little bit, he's pretty quick. Like that's what I tell people. It's, it's a great bike. Yeah. He's a smart guy. Like very smart. Like just getting the kinks worked out that's what it came down to him. he's so smart he decided to take an e50 on baker's doesn't <laughs> through the rockies yeah yeah stubbornness is what that's um called um and it was you know we all got in everybody was safe we had dinner at a really cool fisherman's restaurant um we all just kind of hung out the next day like i had to repair some stuff that's when i actually did work on my bike which I hate doing. Um, I did replace my one-way bearing went out and that was after like, honestly, you guys, that one-way bearing lasted all of Baker's last year and most of Baker's this year. So was, I probably had 3,000, 4,000 miles on that one-way bearing. So like, and I maybe greased it twice. So <laughs> yeah, um, I replaced, I swapped out clutch bells I uh, changed rear pulleys. Uh, I put a new belt on that comes to fuck me later. The ne- uh, we had the day off. Uh, we just kind of hung out at the pool, grilled, drank some beers. Everybody did. Yeah, we took over, dude. We took over the that pool at the Motel Six on that yeah. that, that that rest day we had. Yep. We pretty much hung out there all day. Um, 
yeah, we got lunch at this at the purple cow or whatever that yeah. we just put back there and pretty much brought a bunch of beers and we made several trips to the liquor store and we're literally just hanging out there for the entire day after yeah. that we got some meats we like found this shitty grill <laughs> that someone had abandoned at the hotel and we brought it over to the pool we just grilled meats and burgers and just stayed there all till like midnight yeah. not all of us did but some of us did and that no. was pretty fun marie from kansas city showed up and hung out for a few hours which was pretty rad um yeah she was just absorbing some of the chaos that was baker's dozen um yeah that was a good day off that was a really good day off uh we went to get going the next day um and i went to start up my bike because i always drill started mine in the morning just because and <laughs> i fucked up and i didn't put my belt back on so i was like oh my god oh my god kobe i'm freaking out i'm freaking out get the belt on good to go and i see um Kel, like where everybody there's a y in the road and everybody went left and i saw kelly down in one spot so i'm like i'll drive down this spot and let her get some photos and i i didn't communicate well enough with colby to really know him let it reassure him the route i was taking and um that would come to bite me in the ass later so we get going and i'm rolling i'm rolling you know the bike is handling perfectly and this is where I started to let it creep into my mind. Dude, you might win Bakers. Like I hadn't really thought about it much until then. Like each day I knew I was doing okay. I'm like, dude, we got a chance at winning Bakers. And I'm like feeling really good. And I come around a corner and all of a sudden like boom, boom, boom. Like almost like, I'm like, this road's getting really rough. I was like, son of a bitch. I know this feeling. Cut, cut a tire down. So I pull over and like, I I couldn't see anybody on glimpse this year. I don't know why. I never could. And I called my chase and I'm like, um, hey, where are you guys at? Because it always took them a little bit to call um to catch up to me. And Kobe's like, uh, we may have taken the wrong road. I'm like, this is where I'm at. How long are you gonna be? Oh, we'll be there in 20 minutes. I'm like, fuck, okay. It was like 38 minutes. Yeah, oh, I was going to say, first... like, for, 45 minutes later, you guys finally get there. You know, and I did, you know, I was a little, I was bothered, but, like, in this grand scheme of things, of me being pissed off, I wasn't that mad. Like, I was annoyed. I was a little upset. I mean, don't get me wrong, but I wasn't really, like, I fucking hate you. I hope you die mad. Like, oh, I did. You're, you seemed, you, you, you seemed, you're, you seemed fine. You're... Yeah. Um, like you weren't that pissed. I can. I have a good poker face, but when to, but just to rewind one day, you guys, this kind of asshole I can be at points. When I didn't tighten something up, Colby's like, "See, you gotta tighten that up." I'm like, "Shut the fuck up, or I'll stab your dog." And like, huh. and Colby and I have a great friendship, as in like we can let we can say stuff like that to each other, and we can let it roll off our backs. Because when we got to the Motel 6 in Hot Springs, he gave me a pocket knife. He's like, here, you want to stab my da- dog now? I go, dude, you know I will stab you before I ever stab Stuart. <laughs> but um, anyways, swap out my original tire, put the same final drive and everything back on, 
and that at that point i'm like okay game on we just and i let them know where we're gonna stop i'm like we gotta get going and i just was on full kill the rest of the day um we we're going into natchez mississippi and we just like we honestly held tight pretty much from my understanding joel you kind of saw the glimpse like I didn't really gain on Chad that much. Uh, my bike wasn't dialed that well. I will admit that. Um, I hadn't, you guys, I, I didn't touch my jet since, um, West Moline or what the fuck it where, West where Wendover. West Wendover. Like I hadn't touched a jet. I hadn't touched a clip. I hadn't done anything. I dropped weights once. Like I hadn't done anything on my bike all week. Um, and I just tried to keep pace and, um i think i came in last that day didn't i joel i believe you did yeah i mean that's you know shit happens man um you can check the uh the discord i i'm pretty sure i did uh how was the ride into natchez mississippi for you my guy uh let's see yeah from hot springs to natchez um honestly that first part of that ride and from uh hot springs arkansas was very nice is very pretty um that part of arkansas i don't think you're technically in the ozarks or maybe you are but it was just a very nice countryside it wasn't like flat or anything so it wasn't like some of those roads where it was just like flat highways it was like it's kind of windy and well, it was it was it was a it was a nice break from fucking oklahoma and like the flat part of New Mexico and stuff. <laughs> well, honestly, <clears throat> yeah, that was fine. And then we got to Natchez, Mississippi, and like the first thing I I started thinking to myself once we got in there is like, dude, this looks a lot like New Orleans, like the architecture mm-hmm. and stuff. It's like an old, and, and it's actually that that town's like two years older than New Orleans, I think. Mm-hmm. So, yeah, it's uh, got that French kind of influential feel, whatever. Um, yeah, yeah, it was it was nice. It was a cool town. Um, it definitely felt like that's where 60 year olds kind of go to, I won't say it again, but, um, (laughs) Joel, Joel knows what I was about to say, but yeah, dude, it was, we got to hang out. Um, yeah, it was such a cool, and I'm fucking blanking on the name of who hosted us. Tom, Tom, Tom is such a great guy. I've had him on the show. Um, super nice guy, super chill. Um, the house you, the, the house he was living in there is it was really nice sweet ass old style old school vampire house man mm-hmm. looks like yeah. it was from fucking diary or interview with a vampire and very it's listed, southern very high ceilings very yeah, just awesome listed as like a historical place or some shit too it's like it's like that house is protected under some sort of historical something something or other but and cats cool everywhere in that town. Just everywhere. A lot of stray cats. A lot of cats. Lot that bar of cats. that bar we went to was sick. It was. And the, the, the hotel played... was a lie. The hotel was supposed to have a casino in it, but it's 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 like within it's like kind of near a casino. There's like a yeah. casino that you could take a shuttle to that was like five <laughs> minutes away. Casino adjacent. Like, yeah. And I'm not going to gamble unless it's like extremely convenient for me. I thought I'd just, I'd just be able to walk over, you know, play some roulette, drink a, you know, whiskey drink and something. But no, we just, we, we went to that bar, that old, old bar under the hill saloon. That place was really tight and cheap drinks. 
and but yeah i went to we we went back early we went back at like 10 that night so i was just yeah. like pretty beat i was but, i was nervous i'll i'll admit it i think whether chad wants to admit it or not i love you chad i think we both felt we're friends but we both felt the pressure of bakers like it's a it's a it's still a competition at the end yeah i mean so we're and now just like i want to get i want to i was taking like an hour to myself to kind of meditate and all that stuff a lot and like then i just told joel i'm gonna just bug out for an hour actually when i went it was actually kind of hard to find a gas station that was open at that point i found what well, i found a shell and they were shutting everything off as i was so i mixed the gas for the next day filled up the truck um it was got back into got back to where we were kobe's ended up getting a room that night uh i woke up early because i cut that tire down i'm like okay let's just be prepared uh i swapped i changed tires and tubes onto a spare wheel i had um and i'm just like fuck it dude whatever happens happens i we made a plan i gave I want to make sure I communicated well with Colby the route I was taking. And there was a little fuck up on my end. I thought it was going to take us another way. And then I communicated and then, but basically we got it all figured out and it was good, but Colby did a great job. He was right where I needed him to be. Cause I'm like, I think it was like 60 or we had a short day. I'm like, okay, at 120 to go, that's where I'm going to fill up. I need you there. And he's like, okay, dude. And he was with me the whole time, but oh my God, we hit so many freaking traffic lights on this day. Cause we weren't on the interstate. That traffic was insane. Yeah. It was just nuts. And the roads, people say the roads in new Orleans are shit. Guess what? The roads going into new into new Orleans were goddamn terrible. I was like, damn near jumping my bike off the freaking seams in the concrete because they are the blacktop because they had like, mounded up so bad like oh my god like it was so terrible and once i got into town um i I was like okay just be cool and it was really rad because i was riding on county road 61 where i live in minnesota the bit the neck where i do a lot of my speed runs is county road 61 so i just thought that was really cool um and I knew where, I kind of had an idea where I was going. Zach Smog was hosting the ra- the rally or the end point, and I just took my time getting into town. Um, everybody was behind me a little bit. Chad said I ran a red light. Chad, I'm gonna and you can you can give me crap about this. I don't care. It I'm was excited yellow. to hear that that banter. It, it was yellow on the intersection. I mean, between I you two. It. Yep, yep. I was yellow. Uh, it might have turned red. Once I put my head down, but I went through it when I started to go through the intersection, it was yellow, but like, <laughs> damn Canadian forest fires. Um, so got to Zach's place and I won. I still can't believe I won. I won Baker's dozen. Um, I couldn't have done, I couldn't have it done it without close. Colby. Um, yeah, dude, we were within 45 minutes of each other after seven days, eight days on the road yeah. racing. Um, all it took was one more bad thing to happen to my bike, and I was out. Um, but yeah, Joel, what was it like for you during the week and all that stuff? Uh, for the, you mean the just just in general over the whole the whole Baker's experience, yeah, whole Baker's experience, the finish line, running up to seeing you know 
kind of documenting this past week? Well, um, you know, at, at first I was a little, you know, I was a little discouraged just because, <coughs> um, yeah, because you know, like, oh, there's only three riders this this time around. It's not going to be. You know, I've never done it before, but I was worried that only having three teams is going to make it not as fun, um, which wasn't true. Um, but I was also it was kind of a struggle to like always be capturing everything and it was it was a struggle to know like to figure out the best way to to capture a lot of it because like a lot of it is people people racing on their bikes with just and there's no one else around maybe your chase is behind you maybe they're not but it's kind of it's like like because like it's the, the thing itself what is the thing itself it's them in the on the bike and there's only so much that you can watch with someone just on a bike mm -hmm. going. that visually that gets boring after a while mm -hmm. so trying to figure out how to document it in the best way and make it interesting i mean that making it interesting is what i'm going to do when i'm editing it but um it was really, really fun. The first few days was just with the, the vistas and like getting the, the, I was able to get some really great pictures and some sweet shots and stuff. Once it got to be kind of flat style, you know, New Mexico, Oklahoma stuff, that was where it got a little bit monotonous. And I was just like in the car on my phone for like hours, not even talking to Kobe, <laughs> just like on my phone, just kind of forgetting where I was. And then there would be times I'd set the time lapse on on my GoPro and forget about it, and I'd like look up like forty five minutes later, like oh shit, that's got a time lapse of like nothing for forty five minutes, uh, which in time lapse land is like only like a minute, like two minutes or something of time lapse. Mm -hmm. So it just, you know it's whatever, but um, it was just interesting to see like <laughs> definitely tested like everybody. I mean because even if you weren't riding like i mean everyone else was having fucking car troubles like maitland's van broke down in arkansas and he's still in little rock i think he's in little rock i think he's in little rock now i guess it's close enough to hot springs yeah yeah so yeah you know just to it was very testing on certain people's relationships and stuff like that and that's probably like the the thing that's the most interesting about the experience but i'm i didn't want to be the guy who's like getting in people's face and trying to like document these people like the hardships that these people's relationships are going through and you know people arguing with each other and people being you know fed up with each other and shit like that <laughs> i mean i could but i don't know so but it was a lot of time in the car, man. A lot of time <laughs> in the car. When we got to the finish line and Maitland was saying how many hours y'all had logged individually, it was like, what, you had like 50 hours or something? Dude, stupid thing bike. is, I had like 50 hours in, some, in like a few minutes, like eight minutes. I actually ran a faster time this year than I did last year, and I rode 500 more miles. Yeah, that's pretty insane. I remember yeah, you texted me that a couple days, a couple days after. Yeah, I was like, "What the?" Because I went back. Because Maitland's gonna, once Maitland gets like you know real life issues sorted out, i.e. his van, um, he's gonna post the finish line numbers. But like, 
I went and looked at last year's. I was like 50 out 50 hours and 30 minutes in the seat. Um and I had te- I had that was my on time ride. Like dude, I couldn't believe that shit. I'm like, how the fuck did I just do that? Like it still amazes me and like I try I get people shit about stuff but like I try to be halfway humble about my shit. Like I can't believe I fucking did that. Like I still can't believe I did that. Yeah, it was pretty impressive uh, just from like a mechanical standpoint that your bike had pretty much no problems for like the first four days or something, right? Yeah, yeah. I mean, and like you were going wide open and that was, you know, and now maybe I'll be a Hobbit guy. (laughs) Dude, (laughs) I think... Uh, So long as you put very detailed instructions on how to make a bike exactly like that. Um, Mating surfaces... (laughs) torque your um case halves together at 90 inch pounds uh i torque my head on a metric kit at 110 inch pounds don't do the like people like oh i do the wrist thing okay that's cool i use a torque wrench like i'm from i'm from another world like in racing and like everything has torque spots for a reason like yeah and that's just what i grew up on dude you know i'm not saying i'm doing it right Sometimes moped tight just doesn't, just doesn't do it. Sometimes you gotta. Yep. (laughs) Um, and the reason why I didn't have any exhaust issues was Ryan crank, um, built me a great pipe last year and I three mounting points that I, I took that from team T three. I double nutted my exhaust bolts. So like when I say I double nutted, I ran my nut up, tighten up the gasket and everything. Then I ran another one and tightened that one up against as a jam nut. Like, so, because guess what? Loctite doesn't work. Like I'll say that, like you want to loosen up Loctite, add heat to it. Like it doesn't. Yeah. Yeah, dude, just taking your time, doing it right. Being very paranoid while you build a motor. That's a key to build a motor. Be paranoid. Oh, I'm, yeah, I'm, I'm the same way. I mean, I haven't done nearly as many rebuilds as some other people, but I don't like doing it because I always get halfway through something and then go back and do it again. So I'm like, did I do this? Yeah. I don't I know. Actu- I actually, uh, Andy Thompson, th- that kid, I, um, I actually asked, I was asking him questions. He's like, dude, you have done this before. Just fucking build your motor. Like basically is what he said to me. He's like, you know what you're doing. I'm like, okay. Like every once in a while, I need that reassuring hand of somebody tell me, you know what you're doing, Jim. Yeah. Um, but yeah, dude. Yeah, man. I, I can't thank you enough for coming on uh, the journey with us. You were, I feel like we got to know each other a little bit better. Uh, you and A lot of uh, it better, I'd yeah, say. Yeah. You and all them <laughs> dagger boys are always welcome to my house. Um, yeah, dude. I can't, I still, I can't thank Angel enough in New Orleans. Like, for those who don't know Angel, she is such an awesome person. Um, and then anybody who read my Facebook kind of right up on my personal wall, like that made it real to me almost. Like when she said, dude, you're a champion now. You fucking celebrate. Like that, I don't know why, like those words from Angel just hit me hard. But like, yeah, dude, uh, the reception I've gotten from the Moped community, I can't thank you all enough. Um and you know if anybody has questions about how i built my bike it's an open book like it's nothing special just like 
understand your bike. And uh, when I rec- I recommend to everybody, start building your Baker's bike for next year. Start building it now. Like this. Yeah. Um, it might be shorter, you know, this coming year. I don't know. You know, the idea was kicked around back to basics, maybe a five day deal. We'll see. Um, but yeah, start building your bike now and see if you can run with us. Like I was get I would give him Boston shit the whole time. Time over speed. Chad was faster than last year. I was faster. And like, I don't know. We'll see if the rules changed all. Um, but yeah, we're not going to talk about Bakers for a couple months. Is kind of the, the pack we some of us made. Um, Dude, yeah, I was. I mean, because <clears throat> that trip started for me like a few days before we even went went on Bakers. Because like I said, I was like chilling in Minneapolis with some with some old friends for a bit. And I, you know, I did a bit of drinking for sure. I didn't do as much drinking on the Bakers run as as I thought it was, which was nice. But definitely, I. So we got to New Orleans. I just I ended up staying there for like three or four extra days, mm-hmm. um, with uh, with Zach Smog and like some of the other like Smog Squad peeps down there. And oh boy, <laughs> oh boy, let me tell you. Oh yeah. <laughs> oh man. And like I was still there was one night. There was a couple nights where I definitely maybe had you know partied a little too hard. Let's just say that. Um, but that was a lot of fun. My my friend Joe Romano from Nashville brought down. He's he's the dagger daddy. Went down there to pick me up and brought one of my bikes down. So we just I got to spend you know three four days down there just ripping around New Orleans doing all sorts of crazy shit. We all got tattoos from Angel. That was yeah. nice. Angel, um, wait, did, you, did you see mine? Yeah. This is so what... I, you guys took my dice idea. I love it. Six six six. That was great. Yeah, um, parents aren't gonna it, like that one, but eh, oh well. Life, yeah, it's a dice um, roll. That's what it is. It has nothing to anything. <laughs> for dice. anybody who's wondering uh, on my tattoo, it's the initials stand for "fuck the Pony Express," and that's uh, it was a gator eating a pony up. So we thought that was kind of apropos. Eight, got another angel tattoo. Um, can't thank Z- Smog Squad enough for the grill out. And the grill just, was sick. Yeah, took us um, several days to clean it up. And when we left Zach's house, the dishes were still in the sink, and I felt really bad about that. I feel I I felt I I really wanted to like do those dishes for him because he he's he has some he got injured mm-hmm. in like a bike wreck or not like a wreck, but he has he has he had uh, sustained an injury recently. He wasn't able to like fully operate certain things and I'm, I'm like joe let's just you know let's just let's wash these dishes for him man let's do it and we didn't <laughs> we probably <laughs> we should have i feel i feel <laughs> bad i mean we helped clean up and stuff but uh we were just too busy getting our party on and eating hank's chicken and blowing our fucking rings out <laughs> how many times did you guys eat hank's chicken that weekend dude, dude there was one day i went twice i know there was days that joe probably went three times Dude, that's beautiful. And I, I'm like, bummed out. I didn't have fry- any. I didn't have any. Dude, pe- people are like, "How good could fried chicken be?" And I'm, it's, I, I, I guess I don't know because I didn't think it could be that good, and it's, it's, it is that good. And there's something about the sauce, and there's something about going to Hanks specifically at like two in the morning, mm-hmm. and 
that's <laughs> just funny. That whole that that whole experience that that's a whole other ball of wax. Yeah, yeah. We'll we'll oh. keep it to Baker's in my guy. Yeah. Um, so. Yeah, dude. It was great to have you. Um, yeah, man. I'm, I'm 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 your good luck charm. Hell yeah, dude. Um, that's why you won. Exactly. That's the <laughs> only reason why I won. I had three. Uh, I had you with me. Um, again, thank you everyone for the congratulations I gotten over the past week. Thank you, Maitland, for putting it on this race. Chad and Patrick for being so awesome, and James and Frank. Um, and don't forget, everyone, mopeds are dumb. That's right. All right. Bye, buddy. Bye-bye.